0: Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint.
1: Hey, good afternoon everybody. Thanks for joining us. It is June and this is our June Protocol Q&A. June
0: 11th all day long. It's beautiful here in Cheyenne and we hope it's beautiful where you are. Mm -hmm. Got to go out and play some golf this morning. Actually, That's awesome. Start with the sunrise.
1: A little windy, but beautiful. Yeah, it
0: was pretty windy. If <laughs> you can play golf in Wyoming, you can play anywhere that there might be hurricane seasons ever. Good point. Yeah.
1: We have a lot of uh, really good topics today, so thank you so much to everybody who submitted, um, you know, submitted a question or a topic for us to cover. Yeah, we do these stuff. every month. So if you, you know, think of something as we're going through that you would like us to cover on the next one, uh, just feel free to let me know anytime. You can call me, text me, email me, um, whatever's easiest. But we're always looking for what you want us to cover so that we can bring as much value as possible. Um, and with that, we will go ahead and dive in. Our first topic uh, that we had submitted was kind of just like in, in general, uh, supporting women's health over 60. Yeah.
0: yeah, this is a big topic. It's something that uh, all of us as practitioners need to be aware of. And I, I've always kind of fallen onto the list, find the best concepts that cover the needs of the broadest range of people. So this really follows falls under lifestyle. And for me, there's always been four key things that I've tried to get clients to be aware of, be empowered over and educate themselves on and pay attention to. And that's, uh, their lifestyle consists of the four following areas. Number one is diet, right? And with women over 60, um, you know, and the, the hormonal changes that have already taken place, it kind of positions them to where from a dietary standpoint, um, they always respond or seem to respond best when they eat smaller portions of meals multiple times a day, almost like grazing. Okay?
1: Mm, okay.
0: And when they make really good food choices um, and looking at those foods, we think back to our Nutrition 101 class where we talk about colors of the rainbow, right? Dark green, cruciferous vegetables. These types of foods provide a lot of phytonutrients, a lot of phytochemicals that will. Uh, convert naturally into supporting estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, things of that nature. Those those things are diminishing or out of balance the older we get, men and women. And so when we're eating that way, we're also adding back a lot of mineral support. A lot of women are concerned about osteopenia, osteoporosis, brittle bones, right? And so when when you get in position to eat this way, you're also providing the calcium rich foods in the diet that are going to give them the uptake of, of that mineral even better. So we think about products like you know, good quality cheeses, good yogurts, um, I know sardines is not really high on many people's list, sardines, mackerel, herring, things of that nature, kale, collard greens, just different things that they can either use in salads or, or make their smoothies out of, things of that nature. Um, as women start looking at that, as your clients start looking at that, regardless of any age, be sure that they don't fall into the pitfall, though, of these unhealthy health foods, right? And it was interesting to me, uh, here a while back, a client brought it to my attention that, uh, well, you know, you talk about these these nutrient-rich foods, and it's going to have a lot of calcium. So what do you think about like corn, you know, cornflakes or soybeans or like fortified orange juices? What about those types of things? And and i'm like well where did you get that as a possible source of good quality calcium that your body could utilize and and the gal to me, she goes oh it was on webmed it comes up first when i searched it under webmed and so we all practitioners know that we wish our clients would not practice uh, being cyberchondriacs and looking all this stuff up you know with the click 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 on the on the keypad but but we know they do and so we as practitioners understanding that our job is to position them to really get great results mm-hmm. we just want to make sure and educate them in the in the manner that really will uh you know get them the results they're looking for so you know my experience is they need to avoid those kinds of foods like plague okay because they're not going to do if anything they're going to mess with their blood sugars uh they're going to give them a lot of problems uh, in a type 2 diabetic realm uh, a lot of inflammation is going to be developing from that and, and it just uh, starts this cascading effect of of poor health so so from a dietary standpoint think colors of the rainbow lots of meals uh, small meals grazing during the day is a really great way to go and there's there's three other elements that make up lifestyle obviously rest stress reduction and movement and so the next one that we want to talk a little bit about is you know as we age we need more structural support and part of what gives especially women who are concerned about this brittle bone issue that they hear about from their doctors or web med or wherever is, is movement. And so movement really helps the bones to stay a little more limber, flexible, and it increases a lot of what's referred to as the osteoclast, osteoblast process, the taking out of the old and adding in the new, right? It, it, keeps, them, it keeps them useful, it keeps them vibrant from a structural standpoint. So uh, I've always encouraged women, you know, movement, 30 minutes a day of activities, usually in the form of exercises, uh, stretching, some aerobics, right? Not a lot of heavy weights uh, and, you know, light weights. like there's some, I got one girl that's in her 80s and she, when she puts her groceries away, you know, the cans of food, she'll kind of move around a little, you know, so she's not really doing weightlifting, but she is getting the exercise, the movement uh, necessary to, you know, stimulate yoga metabolism.
1: Yoga or Tai Chi, yeah. other really good ones. Yeah, even, even the, you know, some of the
0: martial arts uh, women get into, uh, it kind of you know, it's twofold. It's kind of a self-protection security that it provides them and it gets them into movement, stretching, things of that nature. So, but, you know, 30 minutes, three days a week uh, is the ideal, I think, uh, in terms of that. And the other thing that these exercises do that women have really talked to me about a little more than men is their their balance. They feel, you know, they, when they're walking, right, then they start losing their equilibrium a little bit, their balance kind of comes off. And so this type of movement Uh, really promotes uh, enhancing uh, balance issues and concerns for women as well. You know, rest and stress kind of go hand in hand. That's the other, that's the third and fourth ingredient to a good lifestyle. And and that's stuff that we all need to pay attention to. But, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep, paying attention to a healthy weight, right? When you're eating right, your metabolism's, uh, you know, on point and still can still fire. Even in the 60s, you can get your metabolism to, to fire and burn reserves, depending upon the fuel you feed it. Um, you know, so getting that focused on. Obviously, if there's if there's habits that erode health, that's a good thing to focus on too. Like you know, smoking or uh, maybe a little too much alcohol consumption, things of that nature. So um, you know, these are the things that we look at. We really focus on, especially with with our nutrition 101 class. We call it you know, lifestyle. We all have one. We all have influence over it. And so I encourage you to talk to your all of your clients, but especially women in in this age group, about the four key elements, which is their diet, their movement, their stress, and their rest. If you can get those four things kind of dialed in and and make them aware of it, position them to be aware of it, Um, they're gonna get the best results possible.
1: So I know just kind of circling back to the weight piece, Mm because this is a huge concern for um, you know, women 60 and above or I mean women in general, right. But I know 60 and above, I've worked with a lot of clients where they just felt like the, you know, as they aged, it become more and more challenging to, to maintain a healthy weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we have products that support their hormone health, right? Like female is really for those women 60 and over, right. And that comes in a tincture or a capsule um so obviously managing hormones mm-hmm. and making sure that liver is not congested so that those hormones are you know functioning properly yeah. is really important Steve. as well is there anything else you would add on that
0: you know the uh the uh, uh skin hair and nails you know women who maybe their hair quality is not what they'd like is their aging or their nail quality uh you know the skin hair and nails B, F, and C for sure um part of that uh, getting in lots of good healthy phytonutrients could be a superfood smoothie you know once yes. a day uh you know five days a week and take the weekend off whatever just enhancements to correct those four those four elements uh wild yam for sure that's the youthful phytonutrient uh source of uh, of natural occurring progesterone that's the youth hormone in the body uh so there's there's some real uh you know we're, we're very fortunate that country doctor herbals has a a plethora of things that you can kind of mix and match and piece together uh onesie, twosies uh you know as far as a protocol to support the diet lifestyle um you know areas of rest stress and and, uh, and movement so uh those are some of the things that i would also consider as part of a part of a healthy plan
1: awesome yeah thank you you bet all right, so um, this has been a really hot topic. I think it comes up in a lot of the conversations I'm having with all of you. I completely get it. Um, and that is supporting clients who got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is a good topic for us to cover. It's timely. I know people are concerned. Um, yeah. We all have opinions. And I think, um, you know, we all let's try and respect each other's opinions sure. as well because. Um, you know we're all kind of dealing with different things we're all navigating different emotions and yep. um at the end of the day i sort of you know by that belief of to each their own right i yeah. want to respect other people's opinions but i also want them to respect mine
0: um yeah well i mean that's a great lead in we as yeah. practitioners are you know we're uniquely positioned to be some of the first responders to people's questions yes. i'm confused i don't understand what's this about uh, what could what's the pros or cons? And and my position has always been uh, prior to you know the last year and a half where it's really been in the forefront of conversation with people. And that is to make certain that we we understand that the, the discussion is not about yes to a vaccine or no to a vaccine. The discussion is about well-informed consent, informed choice, get well-informed. About the variants uh, that these types of mRNA type uh, approaches to vaccines, uh, what there are and aren't, um, what they will do and won't do, um, and then the uh, most assured side effects in the future that we position ourselves with those things. So get well informed, and so. That's the first conversation I have. That's
1: but great, yeah. Then,
0: you know, and then, and then we provide resources with that. I give them the link to Dr. Michael Gata's Institute on the two hour class he did November, 2020. That's really brought everything up to speed on what was taking place. Um, I do a weekly class. I, let me rephrase that. I provide a location for a weekly class um, that is done by a local group here in, in Wyoming, uh, um, uh, Catherine Key and uh, Travis French. They do a class here the second Monday of every month. We've got a really large class on the 14th uh, where they come in for about an hour and just say, here's the science, here's the data, and here's some biblical perspectives if that is what you like to use in your informed choice and in making a decision. And, and we lay it out there and, and that way people are, are, are better informed and better equipped to, uh, to make that decision. If they've made the decision and they got the vaccine, now the, now the conversation becomes one, okay, so what can we do to position you not to have, uh, you know, a, a negative side effect potentially? And so the first thing I always tell people is like, I had a, a one last week or this week where she came in the day after, and I said, well, if you're in, and, and it was really hurting, right? She had a reaction, just re- almost like an injury type, you know, pain, in her short, in her arm couldn't really move. And so what we did was we uh, we got her going on plantain ointment topically, plantain. Yeah, for those practitioners who love the herbs like we do, uh, if you look up the history on plantain and it's therapeutic benefit for drawing toxins out of the tissue. So the faster that that ointment is applied after inoculation, the better chances of pulling out of the upper you know, uh, dermal area of the skin into seven to nine layers deep uh, into, the, into the bloodstream even. Uh, if applied on quickly and and very liberally, right? Lots and lots of uh, salve on there. And plantain is, you know, like I say, scientifically it's proven itself to be a wonderful drawing, agent, very safe. Uh, You can use it on children uh, and it'll help pull these toxins uh, right back out of the entry point. If there's, you know, if there's some still around there which obviously there is, um, or the immune system and inflammatory responses wouldn't attack so hard right there at the site. So um, that's one of the first responses. That we can do if there's a concern Uh, and again it's safe it's effective and uh, and then beyond that from an internal uh, perspective i always encourage people to reach for the hp lymph and hp detox and do it a minimum a minimum of 60 to 90 days let's really flush the lymphatic system of debris chemicals metals uh, these, uh, these, uh, not virulence factors, but, uh, the, uh, oh, the adjuvant factors that are, are present to amplify an immune system response to an inoculation because that also is happening. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that, that particular uh, protocol for, uh, for the lymph system, and then obviously our heavy metal tincture, um, you know, it's kind of a, a, a three punch combination to, uh, Really support the, uh, the body's ability to detoxify, to capture these things, to pull them out, uh, to eliminate them through the bowel, uh, the kidneys, uh, maybe in, in some cases, even the skin. But those are the three or four things you're right, you know, at point of insertion, plantain immediately, and then internal cleansing of lymphatics and systemic detox with the heavy metal. And be willing to do that for 60 to 90 days. Mm -hmm. and and educate your clients too uh, on the future aspects of the potential of of future infections secondary infections down the road one to three years uh, into the future after an inoculation of this type it's important to pay close attention to their immune system Um, you know really you know check them thoroughly for bacterial uh other pathology that's active because the immune system uh, may be in a compromised state long term uh, after this uh, inoculation has settled into the system so yeah okay
1: awesome does that help yeah, yeah thank you so much yeah that's a
0: there's there's four there's four different conversations taking place but but uh you're going to be you're going to position them to really get through that much better with it. so yeah awesome
1: thank you mm. Um, Okay, so the next one was a heavy metal detox. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've covered this a lot in the past, but it came up again, so you can never cover it too much. Right, yeah, that's Um, right. The particular case, um, as I'm thinking about the practitioner that submitted this, I know she has a very, very severe um, case where um, it's like an 18-year-old girl who um, has a really bad acne Um, she's been on a protocol with another practitioner for a year and has not gotten any results, um, and heavy metal is, you know, heavy metal toxicity is like her top stressor that keeps coming up. And so, um, I know that's why she kind of submitted this of, Hey, can you guys dive in and, you know, just cover this? Yeah.
0: So let's just kind of look at all the details that we have, at least at our disposal. She's 18 years old. So. You know, early in the hormonal process, probably, you know, three to four, maybe five years, somewhere in there. Um, for most women, you know, these days they're actually menstruating sooner. So the hormones are kicking into a higher rate faster. So we have to look at the hormone side. Uh, I always find with these young ladies that uh, herbal endocrine mm-hmm. along with the female plus, uh, if it's, a, if it's, if it's a hormone related, you really do have to check thyroid. You really have to pay close attention to adrenals. Uh, In those kind of cases, if you have adrenal fatigue, your body won't detoxify. So if you have the right, you know, they're giving, they're taking their HB, HB Met, and they're doing it, you know, thoroughly, they're doing it consistently, they're being, you know, compliant, uh, and their diet is getting cleaned up and on point, getting away from as much processed as possible. Uh, The uh, 80-20 Nutrition 101 uh, documents that we use in our nutrition class every month uh, is uh, pretty much a requirement. Um, for the first three to six months, that's one to two healing cycles uh, to really clean up the body uh, the, from a dietary standpoint. Uh, superfood has natural binding agents. So not only will it nourish the body, but it'll act as additional binders through the gut. And if you have that really kind of that bad, like on the, the face, goes into the back, and the shoulders, that kind of thing, um, then you're dealing with a very toxic bloodstream. And so superfood is really great for that uh, endocrine and female for the, the hormonal side, uh, with particular attention to, again, the adrenals and the thyroid. If there's thyroid weakness, you will never get over a yeast fungus problem. You'll never get uh, detoxified properly. So, uh, those are the top two or three things that, that really come to mind. Um, and then make sure that, uh, if you have the ability to check, see if any of those areas that are, that are, um, that have the acne locations, See if there's any hidden bacterias. Uh, there may be a secondary immune challenge taking place, driving that. Um, so those are the things that we, uh, you know, initially that's what I would look at. Uh, is you know using heavy metal balance the endocrine system, uh, because here's the thing: skin is blood. It's a reflection of what's going on on the inside, and what's going on on the inside is directly related to the gut. So we want to make certain that. Uh, you know, if they're having really good bowel elimination, that's another key thing. You might have to do a lymphatic detox as part of the support nutrient with heavy metal, maybe bouncing in and out of that. So, uh, you yeah, know, these, these are challenging type cases. Those are the only kind we get, right? And because we're the, we're the real answer on the Brock because our approach is so much, it's far superior uh, to the alternative, which is, uh, you know, tetracycline and, uh, and birth control. That's that's what that's what pharmacology. That's all they have to offer is tetracycline and birth control. And we have a much better approach. Takes a little longer. Takes some effort. Um, but the outcome for her and the quality of life she's going to have after uh, after three to six months is going to be uh, so far superior. So.
1: So obviously, going back to the basics, right? Making sure yep. those bowels are eliminating good. Otherwise, we're not moving anything out. Yep. Um, Hydration is always important. Yeah. So going back, always, always going back to the basics. But yep. would you do the lymph cleanse before bowel cleanse?
0: Uh, depends on if I had the, the ability to muscle test her. Okay.
1: okay. But if
0: I don't, then I would just do a verbal interview and say, Hey, are you having two to three bowel movements every day? Good elimination. With an 18-year-old girl, you're probably going to find more often than not, mm-hmm. um, she's going to first say, "Well, what's a bowel movement?"
1: I think she's, yeah, if I remember correctly, she's not having a stellar bowel movement, yeah, so we're working there. on some getting the bowels moving and actually getting some stuff moving out first.
0: Yeah, because what we have to remember as practitioners is that the bowels, when they're when when we're eliminating properly, two to three bowel movements every day. Mm-hmm then we are taking stress off of the processing of the liver, the pancreas, and the lungs. These are also elimination organs that do get congested and get toxic. So the liver can now dump more freely. It can go through its phase one, phase two detox more purely, more uh, efficiently. Um, and so the bowel first, maybe even consider liver before the lymphatic, but uh, if you don't have the ability to test um, and then really you know, flood the body with the right nutrition that will bind and uh, correct uh, the uh, the accumulation of these of these toxins that are affecting the blood, and that's coming out through the skin. So you can even check if you if you are in a position to test them, uh, check the echinacea product along with it. Okay. Yeah, echinacea is a blood purifier. It purifies the blood, so uh, that's part of its its immune boosting property, um, and it's a, you know its immune boosting quality is that it will purify the blood okay
1: yeah awesome uh okay so moving on our next uh topic that was submitted was arterial calcification yeah
0: this is a big one this is a big one you know we we lose a million people a year a million people death. it's the number one cause of death we lose a million people a year to heart disease this is a form of heart disease uh, modern approaches really in the short go they tend to save lives they really do um, unfortunately, they're doing nothing about the cause. And so, when you think about people who come to you and have had stents, they've had the angioplasty, they've had the bypass surgeries, what we're dealing with is a failure rate on those types of procedures in as much as seven years or less, meaning they have to have another procedure. They have to go through the process again to some degree, if not sooner, uh, depending upon the severity. So you know, I, I was listening to Mark Anderson years ago and we we're talking about uh, phosphorus and, you know, phosphoric acid is one of the things that a plumber uses to get rid of mineral buildup in pipes. Used gently. It's a wonderful thing for clearing away any calcification. It's a mineral buildup, mm-hmm. right? And so when we think about, you know, people who have this tendency tend to be a little low deficient in phosphorus in their diet they're not getting the phosphorus that'll emulsify and keep this mineral buildup down that's one of the key things that kind of comes up in our discussion and so uh you know natural phosphorus f- sources in the diet um we're always i mean she's got a you got cashews are those cashews
1: i have cashews um, for yeah. a snack if I yeah.
0: hungry. cashews high in phosphorus you got brazil nuts there's pecans almonds different seeds like quinoa uh, really great sources of natural occurring phosphorus um, from the diet that help the body. It gives the body the elements it needs to help ensure that anywhere in the cardiovascular system, whether it be the carotid arteries, the portal vein, femoral arteries, the large pathways feeding all of the capillaries and vein structure that it's clearing those things out. So, so go with the diet first. Um, good quality wheat germ. We give wheat germ oil uh, internally and topically. Uh, topically, as you know, we've encouraged people to use it for scar tissue, mm-hmm. but when you take wheat germ oil in internally, as long as they don't have a sensitivity, which we check for, um, you're going to find that, uh, that this, uh, helps with inflammation, mm-hmm. which will also build into allowing this calcification to begin happening faster in a lot of people. So, um, you know, wheat germ oil is a real good one to look at. We've got, uh, what are some of the others? Quality
1: here? meat choices. Yep
0: quality meat choices like beef, lamb, veal, fish, that's where the sardine, mackerel, herring
1: comes in, fish. the
0: wild fish, not the, not the, uh, not the farm-raised stuff. Um, and then there's even cheeses like Gouda and provolone. Uh, make sure your client doesn't have a Swiss cheese sensitivity. Swiss cheese comes up a lot uh, with huh. some people's sensitivities, so right. you check that stuff. But uh, yeah, provolones and Gouda is good quality, you know, the goat cheeses, things of that nature. Make sure they're always white cheeses. But these
1: goat cheese.
0: Yeah. These are going to be good sources of phosphorus. And we find phosphorus deficiencies with a lot of people who have shown signs of this buildup
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: arterial uh, structure in the body.
1: Awesome. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So last topic is uh, supporting someone who is quitting smoking. I think we've We've all been there supporting somebody. And if you haven't, you will.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I refer back to is what we talked about earlier in, in, uh, in subjects two and three about the metals and chemicals, uh, mm-hmm. you know, about, about going through and, and using either lymph detox or a heavy metals detox. That will help pull the toxic side or the toxic effects out. But what we're really kind of talking about is the cravings, right? The yeah. uh, how do I get over this oral habit? Um, I've had people get uh, the little hard candies from natural mm-hmm. grocers and just kind of suck on those things. And anytime they think they need to go to the mouth with, a, with you know, start using those as kind of a crutch, if you will. I'm always
1: good to kind of replace with something else. Yep.
0: So we get them into the habit of, you know, correcting the oral habit with something that's, you know, besides a cigarette.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, and the thing that most people don't realize, you know, your, your smoker that wants to quit is that What's been blocking the B vitamin uptake in the brain is nicotine. Nicotine blocks those receptors. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when a person starts smoking, it's kind of pick up the habit. They become very irritable very easily. And the smoke seems to relieve it, right? I need a cigarette. I'm stressed. I need a cigarette. And the reality of it is, is that the nicotine is actually blocking those uptake areas in the brain for good quality B complex. So... Um, we offer a good, uh, B complex. There's other sources out there. You can go sublingual, uh, with a good B complex. Uh, but I load people up on B complex nutrients day one
1: okay. to help with
0: the crave, the, the physical crave, the irritableness, the not the mental, like the obsession to have a cigarette, but when they get irritable and they're anxious or maybe okay. even a little depressed, emotional, the emotional side, the bees really help, uh, from our experience, it really helps to knock that down. Uh, and, cl- and clear the cravings, um, and 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 just has a dispositions them to be successful in that. I've also never been one to say you know cut back. I've uh, I've always felt that if you're going to do go it, it's hundred percent. It's all in. If you want to winning, if you got the winning hand in poker, you go all in. And the winning hand is knowing you've got some steps you can take for the oral
1: habit and the biochemical
0: withdrawal of that nicotine relieving those receptor sites. And you think, you know, you, I've got to fill this need, this chemical need, fill it with B-complex, lots and lots of B-complex. And, uh, and there's a product that we use, I think it's called, it's from Christopher's. Mm-hmm. And you can get it at about any health Dr. food Christopher's. store. Yeah, Dr. Christopher's. Um, and it's called Smoke Out or Smoke Away.
1: One of those. Which one of those,
0: Smoke Out or Smoke Away, Uh, Is a good one. Anytime they want to take a hit of something that you know gives them kind of that that sensation that uh, they just inhaled some smoke, right? It just it's an herbal blend, and herbs are pungent usually, and it kind of satisfies that too. But it also has some additional uh, additional B factors and some calming agents, so the person kind of calms down and can get through it. But uh, usually, if you can get them on that uh, after about three to four weeks, if they're if they go cold turkey get the bees going, right? Do something for the oral habit, you know, have carry some Altoids with them, whatever. I mean, yeah, we know it's candy. Yeah, we know it's sugar. Yeah, we wouldn't encourage them to eat it on a regular basis, but in the short go, um, you know, to get away from the cigarettes. You gotta transition.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll help them with their Altoid addiction later. Yeah, (laughs) that's easier later. Um, What about Lobelia?
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Lobelia is amazing. it's a central nervous system calming agent, and smoking addiction is a central nervous system disruptor. So yeah, Lobelia is wonderful. Okay. Um, trying to kind of go through the Rolodex in my head. Not so much on the b or, or the skin, hair, and nails, but uh, is rest free. Rest free because yeah. they may go through some expelling clean
1: some of that up. And clean
0: some of that up. So yeah, rest free, mobility, great calm. Yeah.
1: I think really working with them on stress management too is going to be really important. Like they're going to have to replace, right? I think breathing, like deep breathing techniques could be really beneficial yeah. for a smoker that or somebody that's quitting smoking yep. because and I don't think this is all smokers, but just some that I've known is that I'm not sure they've ever taken a deep breath outside of smoking. It's almost like that's their version of taking an actual like deep breath. So if they were to maybe learn how to do some breathing exercises on their own and learn that they can take that deep breath and really ground themselves without that, you know, to kind of just replace that habit Um, It's like a tool that that they can do on their own without, you know, because the physical cravings are really only like a couple of days, right? It's the habit and the needing to replace that with something else. And this has become sort of my way of managing stress too, right? And so reframing the brain, you know, retraining the brain that we can manage stress in a different way. Like that's not always easy. So validating them on that. And also supporting them with maybe helping them put some tools in their toolbox of just teaching them little things. Yep. Um, but yeah, you shared like a bunch of really valuable tips. I would just add the one thing that I would add. Um, I never talk people out of quitting smoking, but I did have a client one time um, that came in and she was in for a you know a, a food plan, right? And and this is classic. Americans, right? I mean, we, we do this all the time of like, I'm going to change everything in my life. Yeah. I'm no longer living this way. I'm going to live this way starting tomorrow. And it's, it's unrealistic for 99% of people. Is yeah. it possible? Sure, people do it all the time but for 99% of people to do this dramatic change overnight is, is too overwhelming for them and it's too much. Yeah. Um, so what I did with this client was I said, um, she said, I'm, I'm doing this new food plan and getting rid of all these unhealthy foods and I'm quitting smoking and I'm, do, and I'm doing this and that. And I was like, okay, while I applaud you, um, just from my personal experience, it can be really tough making this many changes at once I never want to talk somebody out of quitting smoking, but could we spend a few weeks on your food and then maybe you quit smoking in three weeks? Like, give me three weeks, right? Of like getting you getting your blood sugar stabilized and cutting out some of these processed foods and like getting you kind of stable on a new nutrition plan. And then absolutely, I'm here to support you on quitting smoking. And she, so she went with that option. And about three weeks later, she said, I'm so glad I didn't do it all. I would have quit. I would have been overwhelmed. And that she said, this has been really, you know, this has been more challenging than I thought it was going to be. I don't think I would have made made it. I think I would have just threw in the towel on all of it. And now I feel better by eating better. And I, and I, you know, I think she still waited more than three weeks to actually quit smoking, but she was like, She goes, it just, this this feels much more manageable to me. And I was like, okay, good. I'm really glad that played out that way, right? Because sometimes we do things and we're like, I don't- You talk me out of it. Yeah, like I don't want to talk somebody out of quitting smoking, but I also just know that statistically, the chances of this working out in their favor is not high. Yeah. So, um, just throwing that out there too, but I think teaching them. Yeah, teaching and, and adding the
0: superfood in too, like on that three-week plan, it's, it's huge yeah. in B vitamins. Yeah. there's a lot of B complex and superfood. And a detoxifies together, so you're positioning the body to cleanse and nourish with one with one really amazing product. So,
1: so again, it's really you know knowing your
0: client, knowing what they what they want their goal and their outcome to be. Uh, A a realistic time frame for accomplishing all that Uh, again, it must be a part of the conversation and uh, and then the all out and support you know. The end of the day, we as practitioners, and I know this, I know this to be true for me and I, I trust that you are this way as well, for those of you watching, and that is that we always want to do our best, but their outcomes aren't based on our best it's based on their best. But sometimes they want to overdo it, like Becca pointed out, and their best is really, really high, but let's kind of gradiently get there, right? Don't get on too steep a, you know, if you're going to go mountain climbing, you don't climb Mount Everest your first trip out, right? You go out here to beat <laughs> go out here to beat right here outside of Cheyenne, and you kind of climb around the rocks, and you go some grades, and it's not too high, and you get a feel for what you're doing, and you successfully accomplish that mountain, and then you go into the next one, and, and it builds confidence. Uh, doing it the way that Beck is describing. So uh, yeah, good good tips.
1: Well, thank you so much. That is all of our topics for this month. Um, As I said in the beginning, if you have topics or questions or challenging cases you want to submit for our next session, please feel free to submit those to me anytime and I'll get that next session posted in this next week. And we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here and
0: uh, we look forward to seeing you on the channels. What? Yeah, the channels app for the Cleanse and Nourish uh, channel that that uh, for, for the country doctor herbals that Becca's uh, doing a great job on. Lots of really informative uh, additional pearls and tips on how to use the protocol successfully and then obviously the Practice Blueprint
1: channel as well. So Yeah, so make sure you join us over there if you're not there. We also post the replays for these in the channels so that you guys can catch those if you miss a live or maybe you're not there for the entire one. And we always thank you for choosing Country Dr. Herbals.
0: Take care and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's country doctor Wholesale. Dot com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.